Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, April 10th, 2021. A fantastic day of racing around the country. The Arkansas Derby is one of the last preps, actually the last prep with 100 points of the Derby. That is my Equibase Race of the Week. Also, the Stone Street Lexington offers some points in the Derby. You may also point to horses for the Preakness and the Peter Pan. That is another blog you can find if you follow me on Twitter at Ubercapper or just do an internet search. But this key races and blog will cover three fantastic betting races. As always, this is brought to you by Amwager.com. A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering site with great tools, great perks, Legal in most states in North America and covering most tracks, including the tracks we'll be talking about today, Keeneland and Aqueduct. We're going to start with the Giants-Causeway Stakes Race 8 at Keeneland Post 4.57 Eastern Time, Saturday, April 10th. And as of this recording, the forecast was getting a bit less iffy in terms of rain on Saturday at Keeneland, but also the amount of rain was coming down. So I suspect Keeneland will try to keep this five and a half furlong turf sprint on the grass. If so, it's a great betting race with a bit of both and into Mystic standouts in terms of their probability to win against the others. A bit of both of them is eight to one, into Mystic two to one. So a bit of both is the one we'll talk about first. And boy, does she love to win races evidenced by a 10 for 18 record. Most of those were on dirt before Mike Maker took over her training in October. Since then, She's won once on turf, but twice on dirt in races scheduled for turf, including a stakes race last month. Better still, the only time she ran on the Keeneland turf last October, she won. Her last workout at Keeneland was extraordinary, best of 104 for a half mile, which screams what kind of form she's in, and she's won it back-to-back before. Intimistic has been first or second in her last four races, which were not Breeders' Cup turf sprints, which I'll ignore that one. One of those was on dirt, the other three at this identical turf sprint trip at five and a half furlongs and like bit of both into mystic ran a big race. The only time she raced previously keen last October in the Buffalo trace, Franklin County, where she led to the eighth pole and battled down to the wire coming up just a nose shy of winning a stakes in a giants causeway stakes race eight Keeneland four fifty seven post Saturday, April 10th bet a bit of both at two to one or more. It may be unlikely Intimistic goes to post at 2-1 to one or more, but if she does, there's a reason to bet her as well. And if you do make multiple win bets, a dutching tool does the work of allocating your dollars for the best edge based on the odds. It lets you enter the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. Then based on the odds, your bets are proportioned accordingly. Amwager has a great dutching tool among many other great features. Go to Amwager.com. Well, you can also get the written version of this podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog, by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. For the exacta, we're going to play a bit of both and into Mystic over. A bit of both into Mystic, LZ, and good, In Good Spirits. That's a bit of both and into Mystic over. A bit of both into Mystic, LZ, and In Good Spirits. Moving up to Aqueduct, Race 8 is the Dangerous Hour Stakes, post of 519 on Saturday, April 10th. And Rinaldi would be a fantastic low odds overlay anywhere near his 92 morning line odds, particularly considering he's an absolute lone front runner in an otherwise paceless race. Returning from five month layoff, he's going to be raring to go early, could easily run as well as he did last summer at Saratoga, winning back to back turf routes in wire to wire fashion, including the West Point stakes. 
If another horse takes him on early, it will only hurt their chances. And the only other horse who has shown any desire to lead is Hieronymus, who gets the nine posts that will really have to gun to get to the front as Rinaldi draws the rail. Delaware is another contender, and he opens at 10 to 1 for Chad Brown. Ridiculously high odds for this decent horse. Brown also saddles a 7 to 5 favorite, Analyze It, who's being bet based on his win last September in the Grade 3 Red Bank Stakes following 20 months off. Analyze It bombed next time out. They went on the shelf again for another six months. He can run well and should be using exactness, but my opinion is no standout. On the other hand, Brown's other horse, Delaware, as I said, who opens at 10 to 1, is, is a pretty good horse. But at those odds, he must be fought, respected, even though he's not standout either. He missed by a neck under identical conditions last November in the Artie Schiller Stakes on the course of 3 to 1, was overmatched in a pair of graded stakes, and absolutely bounced back out of graded stakes company into this non graded stakes. We'll also use decorated in favor on exact tickets, opening at 5 to 2, and we'll try and split the two favorites, analyze it, and decorated invader with Rinaldi and Delaware for a nice price. Decorated Invader won the Cutler Bay Stakes at Gulfstream last March off a layoff since the previous November, and that was a non-graded stakes like this one. He's coming back off a similar layoff since last November, and the pattern does look repeatable. For the Dangerous Hour Stakes, Race 8 Aqueduct post 519 on Saturday, April 10th. Win bets. Rinaldi and Delaware 3-1 absolutely bet on both here because I think Analyze is a not a good favorite at 7-5, and luckily we don't have to determine how much to bet on both horses if using a dutching tool like the one in Amwager is that will proportion our bets according to the odds and gain the best mathematical edge possible. For exactas, we're going to play Rinaldi and Delaware over Rinaldi, Delaware, Analyze It, and Decorated Invader. And then we'll play another exacta of Rinaldi, Delaware, Analyze It, and Decorated Invader over Rinaldi and Decorated Invader. Again, we're trying to split the two favorites with the two prices. And if Rinaldi and Delaware come in first and second, we hit it twice. Moving back down to Keelan for race 10, the Jenny Wiley Stakes. This has a post of 6.03 Eastern. And this is a good betting race in spite of a short field. Because I don't like the favorite Tomahair at 5-2, who won the Sands Point for three-year-olds only last October in the U.S. debut, then finished sixth in the Matriarch. She finished behind Maxim Raid, who I'll talk to in a second. The 94 Echo Bay Speed figure earned in the Sands Point was very low compared to best races of the others in here. Etois, the other favorite, won the Grade 1 E.P. Taylor last October. That was at 10 furlongs. She's never run shorter than 10 furlongs in her U.S. races, and I think this is a prep for longer, as well as a race last May off a layoff resulted in a poor 8th place effort. We're going to start with Maxim Rate, who's been 1st or 2nd in 5 straight in 2020 before her last start of the year went 5th, but beaten just 2 lengths in Grade 1 Matriarch Stakes. Similar to this one. Maxim Rate missed by a head in the first of the five of a seven-month layoff, so I have no concern for her firing a big shot fresh off a four-and-a-half-month layoff. And jockey Umberto Rispoli, a rising star in the North American jockey rankings, won the San Lee Derby last week with Rock Your World and was aboard for all three of Maxim Rate's wins last year. With consistent finishes as well as echo-based speed figures of from 104 to 106 in all her races last year, including the fifth-place effort, I expect Master Rate to fire a big shot off the bench and will run much better than her 10 to 1 morning line suggests she will run. Micheline has the benefit of a race this year, which Maxim Rate does not, having come back from five months off last month to win the Grade 2 Hillsborough Stakes. Jockey Luis Saez was up for the first time in the Hillsborough and rides her back. We can expect an even better effort second start off the layoff, and she got a 107 figure, which she can't improve. 
She also has experience at Keeneland and finished second in the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup last fall. And Micheline put in a spectacular half-mile workout eight days ago, which is the best of 34 for the distance, signaling another top effort. Because we're only using one of the favorites, Micheline not using Tom O'Hare or Etois, will play a pair of three-horse exacta boxes, one including likely front-runner Juliet Foxtrot, who has had issues holding her lead late but could be part of the exacta, and will use Lost Signar, who was beaten only in length by Micheline in the Hillsborough Stakes, also making her second start off a layoff. In the Jenny Wiley race, 10 at Keeneland, Saturday, April 10th, maximum rates of win bet, 5 and 2 or better. The exacta boxes are maximum rate, Micheline and Juliet Foxtrot, and then maximum rate, Micheline and La Signar. Don't forget to get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, the blog. Go to amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Click on How to Bet Nello Stars blog. Check out my YouTube channel for a video version of this podcast. Good luck at the races. Talk to you next week.